Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light, and I want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at ResonantTruth.com. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Yellow Cosmic Sun, and it is the 13th day of the Yellow Star Wave Spell. And it is the Resonant Moon Day 24. And it is the last day of the Zolkin Count. I did a reading for someone today and I said the word Zolkin to her and I thought when I said it, that's a really weird word. <laughs> I was embarrassed to say it's called the Zolkin. It sounds like something from Star Trek. And I just was like, why does it have to be called that? But actually many Mayan words sound kind of space age and unfamiliar to us. Like, I mean, Yaxin is one of the day names and Koak and um, Akbal. So they, they sound almost like Egyptian or something. Um, Zulkin is one of these words. It's got harsh, like guttural intonation and it just sounds uh, unlike anything I don't know it's just it's not familiar it doesn't reach in and like tug the heartstrings like oh the Zolkin but if you kind of in your mind pretend that it's a bastardization of soul count then you have its whole purpose and intent it is a soul count it is a spiritual soulful count of days it is a mystical count that moves our soul Zol and soul are not synonyms. Zol means count and kin means day. So it's a count of days, which isn't exotic at all. Sounds exotic, but you can just use that. Um, you can sort of like connect them. The English bastardization of Zolkin is soul count. And I think you're more in the nexus. So the soul count is ending right now, today, and it is also beginning tomorrow. So it doesn't end for long. <laughs> the end of the Mayan calendar is just an instant, and then it's the beginning of the Mayan calendar. I think I already said that I have a friend who said that today was going to be like a meteor, not a shower, like a meteor annihilation. Like the planet was going to be pelted with meteors, numerous meteors, and 
most people would die and there would be giant tsunamis that would like cover whole states like all of California up until the Sierra would be underwater and I said certainly the astronomers can see that kind of thing coming but um, here we are it coincided that augury with this day which is I guess I don't think it's related it's coincidental it's what we call synchronic and uh, and yet the the talk of the end of the Mayan calendar that started in 2012 December 21st 2012 was the end of the Mayan calendar different one they had a bunch of calendars we're just having a little ending and yet it's still attached to like a bit of hoopla you know hearsay hoopla I thought it was just an amazing day, really like a celebration day and a culmination day. And I was surprised. I've been in the doldrums. I have super low energy. I'm detoxing from two years plus of heavy caffeine intake and pretty terrible eating for a middle-aged woman. And I'm feeling a lot better, but I don't have any control over my surges of... um, you know, vivacity, because I'm not willing to have caffeine. So you never know what you're going to get right now. And today I got it all. I went running for the first time in ages without my dogs on a mountain trail. I was on the mountain where I take them all the time without them because I wanted to go running because I feel so much better not having a bad diet. So I was in the misty redwoods and looking out over the Pacific Ocean in the morning and just in like astonishing connectivity with nature. I mean, I feel disconnected. And I celebrated that it was the last day of the Zolkin and Yellow Cosmic Sun, which is a powerful day. And I, I just was like, wow, I don't tend to ceremonialize these crossings but happenstance you know forced me or invited me to have something really memorable happen today so I love it this is a portal day we we complete the Zulkan in a portal day and we start the Zulkan in a portal day tomorrow and we haven't had a portal day and since it was uh, the white wind day at the beginning of this column. And so we um, are kind of like renewed, you know, like portals are few and far between. So they really hit hard when we have them here on the outskirts of the Zolkin. There are a lot of portals in the center and they become increasingly more as we move to the center. And when we leave the center, they sort of dissipate slowly. But out here on the beginning and the end of the Zulkin and the like first two or three columns and the last two or three columns, there are not many portal days. And so they can be experienced profoundly as portals like I did today. And just think about the yellow star waste spell that we've had. Two things were super clear to me in my own life huge beautification I basically just looked in the mirror and I'm like I look like I'm deceased or dying I'm pale I have dark circles under my eyes I just look like harried 
and I need to change how I'm eating. It was all, it wasn't all like vanity, but it was just like, well, this is not beautiful. Like, who are you? Why are you so, um, you don't look alive. So that was very yellow star to be on this bent of, well, I don't know. I just want to, um, not look like prettier and younger, although those things are always on my mind, I admit it, but more just like, I just want to look prettier like a pretty flower, a pretty human being, a pretty ray of light. You know, what? what's possible if you nutrify your body, you're going to look more alive at the end. So that was a big gesture for me in my yellow star wave spell. And there was a war, there was a war. Um, you know, it was tiny, but I think I had like had my first fight with my person, my, I don't know what to call him. My partner is a little intense, but you know, we had like a fight on yellow plant, no red planetary earth. And I just had to laugh because he's not really into the calendar, which just sucks, but, (laughs) but you are. And, um, I I was like, damn, I can't really, I don't like the fight feeling or the first fight feeling. It wasn't that big, but just nonetheless, it was fractious. And I'm like, damn, this is only happening because I always say that yellow star is, is the call to war. So there's going to be a war of a kind on the planetary day. And so there was a tiny little battle. And so those were the manifestations of yellow star, true to my perception no real surprises, you know, the only thing you can feel is just the dovetailing of yellow star with the resonant moon, which has its profound annual, it's always this time of year, like the 13 moons don't shift around the way the Zolkin does. It's always, I think it's the 10th of January. I don't know, it starts, it starts like the 8th or the 10th of January always. So this time of year is always the resonant moon, just like it's always January. And we make these resolutions. And it's it's really true. The first 10 days is all either like giddy and aspirational or disorganized, like what gym am I joining? What, what, what am I eating? You know, what is my plan? But then it clicks in. I, I can't believe I'm the only one who's in a really effective purification ritual right now. I believe it's totally supported by the resonant moon, which is a time of channeling. And if we channel, I don't know what to call it, divine energy, it's going to be different than I need to eat more bread. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, we have to be hollowed out for divine energy to move through us in the resonant tone. And when it's 28 days long, it's going to be a big deal. So I have been unblocked, you know, by uh, juvenile eating habits. I'm like really happy to eat very healthily. And if given a choice, like today, someone's like, oh, this box from Amazon is my fudge order. (laughs) And I was just like, inwardly, like, I absolutely don't want that. I am pure now. I'm not perfect, but I have purified. I did my detox. I don't want chocolate sugar in me. Like my body is ruling the roost. 
And I'm just so grateful to the resonant moon, especially now that we're in the final week in the south, which is about everything moving into physicality, body, earth. I'm just so grateful. I don't know how long it'll last to um, have like been swept up by the times. The tide of the time is this really wonderful opportunity to be cleansed. I know I'm not the only one. I know it's working for others. At minimum, my own daughter, who I love, and she's doing yoga for the first time in like four years, and who knows for how long, but it's been, you know, a long journey for some of us to feel personal security or make some kind of capitulation to older ways of being, you know, not just having everything amplified by COVID fear, inflation fear, um, everything that has been rattling us. I feel like I can't be the only one who's just like, yeah, I, I'm reverting. I'm regressing to being less freaked out. Well, the truth is that I'm just a little inured. Like the freak out happened. I accept that life on earth is very, very challenging But it's kind of like, what do I want to do in the face of that is finally getting some traction um, instead of like, I want to be vigilant and sort of hysterical and on anxiety cyclones. It's instead, I'm like, well, I really just want to do the things I did, I don't know, in the 90s before there was an internet. (laughs) Like, I just want to read and yeah, I'm not perfect but I've also had success not, you know, watching a screen every night before bed. I've been reading and I am not bragging. Jesus, I'm just trying to get um, a hold of this wonderful evolution. So that's, that's what's happened. I don't think the last day of the Zulkin can necessarily be like, and so I did it. Look, it took 260 days, but I have arrived. My goal's I will say that the yellow star wave spell makes us into star people, which I think is a version of our highest selves. And um, that the yellow star days that we pass through and the yellow star people that we meet may not have the same um, sort of culminating feel uh, that the yellow star wave spell has like this is our time to be light beings that live in the sky (laughs) because that's what yellow star is yellow star is in the sky and when we are yellow star for 13 days we get out of here and we're cosmic beings Uh, and the sun is a star so the sun is like the biggest of all of of all the star people, the, the star divinity is just like the largest one. So I guess that's enough kind of riffing and with non sequiturs. I am just happy that we're here and we're going to transition now, tomorrow, into the new Zulkin. And, you know, the only thing I've really noticed about that change in the past is... Like, this is kind of giddy finishing. Like, what? 
yeah, another one down. Not like we're trying to get somewhere, but more like I went through all the stages of another Zolkin. I went through it. I didn't, you know, jump off. And I don't know how many of you struggle with that. Like, oh, I stopped following the calendar for days or moons or years. And then I finally got back to it. But then it's hard to stick with it. Like, I don't have that story at all. There are some spacey times where society comes and sweeps in and gets me all interested in something else. And this is maybe a little bit pushed to the side, but I've, I've never um, taken a break. And I can't imagine that I would. So I don't know what that's like, but I am telling you, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you're just back after a break. It's okay if you are listening now and you're really enthusiastic and in three weeks you don't listen anymore. So just remember what you heard me say, which is this not a big deal. This is just a way, I believe, this is what I'm advertising because it's what I'm living. This is just a way to make life more interesting. That's it. You know, life is... I don't know if it's aging or just sort of the rat race, but I, it can be kind of stale. And that's why, you know, we watch hours and hours of TV and depart into other storylines. But uh, in addition to doing that a lot in the last five years, I really like this storyline. So in this storyline, we begin again on Friday, early February. <laughs> we begin again. And um, I don't know what it's like. I just know it feels like a beginning and that unfortunately it's unfamiliar. Like a beginning is the start of a journey that's going to have obstacles, challenges that are, you know, specifically must be addressed, um, overcome in some way or penetrated. And so... The beginning of the Zulkin is full of introducing your next obstacle, whereas finishing the Zulkin is um, quite charming. Like, wow, I'm on the other side of that obstacle. So just speaking about also that we're going to a new wave spell, it's often dwarfed the start of the new red dragon wave spell by the start of the new Zulkin, but they're the same thing. And it's very easy to start uh, a new 260-day cycle with this concept of being in utero and birth, which is exactly the red dragon descriptor. If you want to look at the hieroglyphs, wherever you can access them, it is so clearly a picture for red dragon of a vessel, like a dark pool and this is the time of being kind of in, in the watery elements to the max, even though we have the Red Moon tribe, which is about water. But this is nothing to do with like the moon influencing water and creating sort of like moods. This is the watery uh, kind of container that a really significant new growth emerges from. And I say this over and over 
forgive me, but uh, I liken it to the ocean. And I think Red Dragon is very strongly about the ocean, even though, again, Red Moon is about water that has tides. But the ocean as an embryonic vessel or an origin story for all of us that everything did begin effluvially in 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 the watery depths and then slowly matriculated to the earthen part of our planet which has fluctuated how much there is of of like dirt and how much there is of water so red dragon is that analogy of our time in the ocean and also our time of emergence of initiation of like accelerated emergence meaning it's going to be really obvious that we're starting something starting a new journey a new passage a new life and red dragon is also about birth so it's like a kind of a weird, I like to use the word a lot, Ouroboros, of the snake biting its own tail or eating it so that sort of there is no interruption. Things are just constantly cyclically circular. So the red dragon time is both the beginning of being in utero and the emergence from being in utero and in the womb. And so... It can be both because we're counting 260 days, which is both conception and completion, right? We're simultaneously um, completing something that was conceived 260 days ago, nine months ago, and we are also conceiving something that will be completed 260 days from now, nine months forward. So it is drifting around in a giant expanse of water which is what like a tiny little embryo will do in the beginning of being in the womb and then it's being born out of that space during the next 13 days 13 days within it we're going to experience birth including all the constriction and suffocation and confusion that happens in that passage so it's a complex time, and one way to just get off that um, preconceived notion and be like, wait, what am I birthing? When is it beginning? Is to just think of it as our time with the divine feminine goddess. Red dragon, you know, is very much the feminine archetypal original mother for the Maya. And so you don't have to get into like what am I birthing or how does it feel to be in the birth canal I think all that will happen but you don't have to preconceive it you can just live your life over the next 13 days and see what shows up but you can from the outset say wow I'm stepping into the arms of the universal mother maybe mother issues will be at hand I don't really know I've just been on a big big journey of um, disengaging from my own, you know, bio mom and just exploring what life is like when you're not sort of fixed in a family 
constellation you know like what if I'm not paying any attention to who's my mom on this planet I'm trying to pay attention to who's my boyfriend and who are my friends and who are the people I want to work with what if that's supreme for a lot of you that's probably where you're already at but I had to do the work to kind of get closer to where you're at so I don't know what it's like to go into a time of reverence or concern for mothering but more and more I believe that there is probably a kinder truer nurturer for all of us than the moms that we had I mean maybe not maybe your mom really was excellent and in touch with how to nurture and that would be so great but if that was missing or was half-hearted or there was incapability and you were affected then this time I think from the outset you can ask and and explore well then who is the big mother (laughs) what does that feel like who's the goddess mother And, you know, what can she do for me? More like, you know, some of that. Like, well, what can she do for me? You know, I'm interested. I'm curious. Can she mother me from wherever she is, her source? You know, we're all adults, I think, listening here. But it doesn't mean we're not children of God, as I say. And I just mean, like, we're we're childlike compared in stature to the creator so we're like learning, growing, dumb, um, sometimes brilliant, just sometimes befuddled, sometimes really crystal clear children of some divine source uh, in a planetary existence. And I think when it's red dragon time, you could ask to be shown more clearly the mothering aspect of uh, the source you could expect it like I think it's on it's on tap that's what's coming but it can help to just be in an inquiry you know like well what is this red dragon you can't start says me you can't start a wave spell saying I want to learn about this like it has to be on topic like these 13 days of red dragon I really want to learn more about you know xyz um, what would be an example that I think would be I want to learn more about how to make money <laughs> what what you can say is like in life I'm learning more about making money like that's I'm curious about that when it comes to red dragon I think it's much much holier to say in this system and the structure of Mayan holiness not that I'm Mayan but like from what I experience following their calendars it's way more respectful to say I'm working on money in my non-mystical world or it's sidecar it's a bigger question but in the red dragon time I want to learn more about the divine mother what is that I want to feel like I'm out in the ocean safely, but I want to not be on earth. I want to be floating around in the ocean. That's what I want to learn in the red dragon wave spell. Like those clamoring requests that are 
within the realm of kind of what the archetype offers are going to be super successful. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's like getting me going, talking about the calendar. I believe there are ascendant Maya that if you pay attention to these calendars and you pay attention to the details and say, I, you know, I have some mothering stuff going on, but rather than thinking about my own mom as much, I'm curious to, to feel like, what is the outer space mom like? You'll get an answer. And I'm saying all this aloud because, you know, I think I'm afraid that I'm going to have to like get into it with my mom in some way in this time. And I just, that's really like not where I want to point my energy. I want to find out more. I find it stale and boring to have mother-daughter strife. I, I want to find out more, like what other kinds of parenting happens on a super like mythological level that you can also feel resonating in your being. In terms of like the whole 260 days starting and us saying, well, this Zulkin, I would really like to learn how to make money. <laughs> Believe me, that's kind of like on my list. All we can do is just see what comes. Part of what is birthed in the first 13 days of the first wave spell, red dragon time, is purpose, you know. It's going to be what is born, what part of ourself uh, comes to light that is uh, sort of the initiation point of a journey that's going to take 260 days. You can just watch for it. And it's not concrete because this isn't concrete. It's originally stone carvings, but the stones were moved around by human, superhuman, practically strength. And so... Everything um, is to a degree fluid. So we might feel our purpose in the red dragon wave spell and then see it, uh, you know, evolve. We will. We will see that. That's what we do for a long time. But we get to be in the present moment with all these changes, you know. I am not super good at selling people on the calendar. I know this because of my romance. <laughs> But I'm really sold on it, and I kind of am sad when the Zulkin ends because it is sort of a little bit easy, or it, although it's been super rough lately, so this is an earned easy last day. But I get excited to start again and visit all my friends, all the front-end tribes, Red Dragon, White Wizard, Blue Hand, Yellow sun, those are our first four wave spells, our first 52 days. And, you know, we haven't, we haven't been here in a while. So every time we come back around, everything has been at a distance until we're here again. And that's, that isn't stale. That's, that's really alive and regenerative to me. Now, I'll be back uh, in order to kind of usher in the next moon. I think we have enough to think about right now, just going through this transit between Zolkins. And, uh, you know, I kind of say I don't have advertising, but lately I'm like, I just really want to remind you guys that I love doing readings and I'm 
I'm really good at them because I have all this knowledge. And if you listen at all so that we can, you know, get past like the arithmetic of the, the you know, early Zolkin learning where I don't have to explain to you what things are, we're going to go really deep into your cosmology, your personal astrology, both what your birth indicated and what cycles you're in currently. And I am like a computer on that level. Like it just click, 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 spitting out a big readout, a big printout from my main frame. And I am super happy to share that with you. And you know what I'm realizing, which is kind of fun, and I think a good way to end the Zolkin is that I use GarageBand and my GarageBand template doesn't have any closing music right now. <laughs> like, isn't this like usually when everything comes to an end and the music starts to surge? And, uh, well, I guess it's out there. It's coming. It's coming. So uh, I love awkwardness and being an amateur. Um, I love being fallible and yellow human. Uh, I love how long I've done this. It's longer than I've done anything, even though I'm a mom and I did that for a long time and I'll always be a mom. It's not really day in and day out now. And I just, I think some people are very successful in relationships that last a long time or a job, an occupation, or lines of work, and they do it for a long time, and I, I don't have that story except here, and uh, it's really a marvel, and it's something I'm really grateful for, and at the risk of sounding like a little self-indulgent person, I'm just like, well, turns out for all the little things I don't feel great at, I, f I feel like I have... Um, some gold here. Oh, thanks for listening to me be self-aggrandizing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it more as self-affirming and that maybe you don't know how much self-loathing has been churning through me uh, in the last little while. It's been really dark in my head. So if I suddenly give myself some props and you're all, whoa, doesn't she have anyone else to tell besides the podcast listenership? I think it's just an echo of kind of how I'm walking through the world. Like, hey, everyone, turns out I have some assets. So here we are. Here we are finishing another Zolkin together. Those of you who listen, I believe we're in this together. And I thank you. I'm Lisa Starr. I am another yourself, and in my end we say, in La Keshe.